Hey, what's up guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So are you feeling a little burned out? It's, you know, the beginning of July, or maybe you're going to find this podcast later if you're Googling around and looking for some information about being burned out. A lot of times, maybe I shouldn't say a lot of times, I should, it's hard to quantify this number. Many times an athlete gets burned out, not because they're training too much, which is what people usually tend to say, oh, if you train too much, you're going to get burned out. There are a lot of people that train a lot and they're not burned out. I don't think we always break it down to why exactly does an athlete feel burned out? What is burned out? Burned out is just like you look at your bike and you're like, eh. Or burned out if you're racing is kind of like, I got to go to this race. Instead of, I can't wait to go to this race. Oh, this is going to be awesome. You know, going to a bike race, there's a lot of little details that go into it. Before you even get to the race, you have to handle all the things in your life that allow you to leave for the 24 to 72 to however many hours it's going to be that you're going to leave, race, and then come back. Sure, the best thing is a local race. If you could ride to a race, that's amazing. Rarely does that happen for most people, though. So there's a big commitment in terms of time. Then you have to pack everything. Your bikes, your kits, your food, etc., etc. All, you know, tools, da 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 da. Especially if it's a stage race. Do the race, come home, catch up on life. So there's a lot that goes into it. It's one thing that I tell athletes, especially when it's in the springtime, you don't have to go do every race in April because guess what? You don't want to be tired of racing by June because there's a lot of great events in August and September. Now, of course, we're getting down the road of talking about setting up a calendar and maybe there's races that are early on that have more prestige or you want to do a lot of racing to get an upgrade for a different race or whatever. It's all individualized, obviously. But why do people get burned out? I don't think a lot of people talk about the fact that people get burned out because they either are anxious or they just feel stuck. They're all of this... The race isn't necessarily an enjoyment, like the process is, but the actual race creates a ton of anxiety. They're worried about what place they're going to get. They're worried if they're going to beat the other person from their local town that's going to be there. They're worried about this. They're worried about that. The less you can worry about all those extraneous things and more focus on going and improving on something, whether it be last year I was at this race and I just missed the podium this year I want to get on the podium or you know what whether it's a goal in the race or it's a you know a big process goal like you might just be trying to figure out how to get in the break you might be able to get in the break but you can't make it to the end or whatever it is but trying to also somebody one time told me you know they would go to a race with their wife and they really tried to make it more of a trip than just a race and so even sometimes how we reframe these things in our head reduces anxiety reduces the idea that it's just a test right like I used to put a lot of pressure on myself because I wanted to get my cat one so badly and I wanted to do it very quickly and every race that I was worried about how many upgrade points I was going to get and I'm thinking okay there's 40 guys in this race so you can get seven points if you get first place and da 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 and I was really there was way more pressure back then you only had a 12 month rolling window so like if you didn't do it over the summer your points were going to start falling off in spring 
So anytime I did that though, I never raced well. I don't know what, I think I was just too, your brain is just not in the right mind space of like, go race to win, go race to crush. Don't be worried about these placing points. It's, I don't know why it was different, but it really did make a big difference. Um, The other thing that people get burned out on is when they're not extracting what they want from the activity which sounds super basic, but if you really break this down, what are you trying to get out of cycling? Are you doing this because you like started riding in your town and now you got linked up with this group of people and they race and you don't really care about racing or like, you know, what, what do you want to get out of this? Um, you know, I'll use myself as, as an example. I had no intention of getting this into cycling. I wanted to ride I, you know, was introduced to a training, uh, I guess, uh, you know, GBCC, Genesee Valley Cycling Club. It's a race club, but they have training races. I went to do those. I hated them. Kind of got into them, then got into racing. But what, you know, if I look back, what was I trying to extract out of it? I was 26 and, you know, I played basketball, volleyball. I was always on like a team sport thing. I was out of college now and there was no nothing competitive that was really productive in my life it was like my competition was people at work to like sell more stuff and make more money and I was like eh that's not really getting me the mental high that I want like oh you're you're ranked this as a sales rep like even if I I never made it to number one if I had though I wouldn't have felt as good as it feels to stand on a podium so I was looking for that like adult sport competitive outlet and super glad that I found cycling for that. But what are you looking for from it? You might be 20 years old and looking to have a career in this. You know, we're going to have a really good podcast with Lucas Burgoyne. Super heady guy for how old he is. I don't know if heady is the right word. He's in tune with a lot of things going on around him. And it just kind of, in talking to him, I wasn't sure what to expect from the podcast with such a young guy who's 20, I want yeah, 20 years old. Um, and he lays out some good points of how he looks at cycling and where he kind of sees it going and what his answer to where is he going with this, I was super impressed by. And it was actually, I think I may have talked about this, what he told me was what a... This guy was, he wasn't the president of Osteotech. He was the national sales manager of Osteotech. And I got to this final round of this interview. And when he asked me, what am I going to be doing in five years? I did not give him the answer that he wanted to hear. But the answer that he gave me was exactly what Lucas said. And I didn't bring it up in the podcast because it was going to like sidetrack the conversation. And I didn't want, I want the conversation to be about the person I'm interviewing, not about my experiences. And that's one thing I've been learning. Sometimes I get so excited talking to these people. I start talking to them about things that like happen in my life. And I don't, I don't think that's really how an interview should go. So hopefully I get better at that. But hey, learning as we roll. But really ask yourself, what am I doing this for? You know, um, I've had really big I don't know, big picture questions, but like taking a step back with people this year, especially with COVID, they have, you know, I had a guy who's got a really big event later in September. He's going with people that he's going to be naturally kind of, he's going to be better than them. And so his race season kind of got messed up. You know, a lot of people still have, and I just say, Hey man, what do you, 
what's your goal right now? What do you want to do? And he's like, honestly, man, I feel great on the bike. I'm going to go to this event. I want to be one of the stronger guys. Like I want to keep training. I also want to have fun during the week. So I'm going to do this group ride. And he asked me like, what do you think about this type of setup? And we're going to be doing like a long ride on the weekend, a group ride during the week and an interval session. I'm like, dude, that's great. That's the most intensity I really want you doing. Three sessions is hard. We don't, you're in a great spot. And I just said to him, I want you to be happy right now. Like (laughs) very few of us are going to be getting a paycheck from this. So that's always another thing. Like, are you happy from why you're doing this? Are you, is extracting happiness has to be one of the things you're getting out of this. So we're going to leave it at that. You know, I think a good way to not be burned out is just ask yourself, do you feel like you're pushing it too much? Not even in terms of training, but just like running around. Are you enjoying the race weekends? Are you just going there? Cause you have to be at every race. Um, Missing races sometimes is good. I mean, I can't, I really want to go to Georgia, um, Georgia games this weekend. And it's like, I'm in Tennessee, I'm packing up the farm where there's so much that's going on in 48 hours. And then I'm driving back Friday night. I just don't see myself getting up at four. I think I calculate 4.30, no, 3.30. It would be a super early morning to be able to make it to this road race. And I was just like, I, I just don't have that right now. It's just not worth it. Don't, you know, then I'm going to be home Saturday night, totally fried. I'm just going to get home Friday night. I'm going to try and go for a ride. I'm going to ride this weekend. Guess what? There will be another race. So instead of getting burned out, make sure we don't burn ourselves out. The end.